Welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. This podcast invites guests that are educational and inspirational. Where they try to really get their story out there. Whether they're an author, a singer, dancer, entertainer, community activist, whatever I may be. I just want them to really get their story out there. So please continue to support and listen to the Really Charlie podcast here on Anchor. God bless and have a great day. Thank you. I'm going to remove you from the screen a second here. Hey, Jason, what's up, man? How you doing, Charlie? All right. Like that background? That okay with you, man? That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Got to make sure, you know, you may, may, that may not be the best picture of you on the bottom. I don't want you to get upset or anything like that, you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. It doesn't, doesn't matter to me what picture you use. That's fine by right. me. I'm good. Hey, first and foremost, um, I'm so happy you're on the show. Um, we've been friends quite a few years, so I'm uh, in. I mean, the, the best thing is that you're running. I've been wanting new candidates to run for the various seats in the city only because it's needed. And um, right, kind of getting stagnant around here, so we need some new brains, new brainstorming, new, uh, new things. So um, right. let's see. All right. Let's give us um I I I know you're a good candidate, but I want you to sh- to actually tell the really Charlie um podcast and the viewers why you're a worthy con- candidate. Um and, and just a little bio maybe if you can. No problem, Charlie. First and foremost, thank you for having me tonight. I uh I appreciate you having me on. Um, I respected you over the years as a police officer, um, and I know you're a great guy. My highly touted by my sister Sarah, um, yeah. but I've known you for a while, so um, I really appreciate you doing this um, for everybody in the area. Just to highlight everything, um, we we need that. We need the good stuff. We need to highlight everything that's really happening in our community. Uh, but why? What makes me a good candidate? Well. A couple of things jump right off the bat to me is that I've been here all my life, 50 years. I've been living in New Bedford. I've been, um, I've been, I lived in almost every ward you can think of except two and three. Um, I, live, I grew up between the South End and the West End. Um, I, I know the issues. I've been here with the good. I've been here with the bad. Um, I, 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 I've worked in so many jobs that with the community, I've helped the community out. Um, and I've, I've done a lot of coaching in the community. I worked with the youth in this community. 
Um, not only that, but I worked with the seniors in this community because my grandmother and grandfather were, were big into the senior, um, the senior citizen um, section of the city. And uh, I got to learn a lot about that. And I got to learn a lot about the youth coming up with the coaching. And um, I still work at New Bedford Eye today as a um, school safety officer mentor. I call him more of a mentor than anything. Um, mm -hmm. We And just with that, those um, facts, me, my candidacy, knowing um, what the city needs going forward. Uh, and I think I have a vision going forward, 10, 15 years. Um, I, I raised my family here. I'm still raising my family here. Um, I want I want what's best for my daughter and my daughters. I have an older daughter um, that's currently in college. Um, so I, it's, I want those kids to come back here. And I really want to foster the you know this city to a new level that we can have them come back here and um, invest in our community. And I know I hear a lot of naysayers in this city, but I really believe that if we really do going forward, what we want to do with the economical part of the city and just bring in jobs that the city really needs, these kids will come back, but it's just, we have to be. And I think me as a leader, I want to serve the people and bring that back to the city. Um, it's not going to be easy, but I think with a lot of hard work, we can do it. And I, I know I can, when I put myself into this position and with being elected, I'm going to, if I get elected and win, I'm going to roll up my sleeves and work 110% of what I got. I don't go in and I don't have step. I go in all the way and no way. And I, that was a big discussion with myself and my wife and my family, because I'm putting myself out there. Um, that's just me. I, I, I love I loved New Bedford. I've always loved New Bedford. And I just want to make it so that we have a, the best city ever and the best city in the, in the world. I think I've never left here. So it's, it's important for me to go forward. Yeah, it is. I, um, I like that. Nice to hear the, um, you know, Nathan Victor saying Jay is a solid guy with people skills. I agree. I agree, Nathan. Um, the, uh, one thing I, I learned that when I ran it was, um, you know, the percentages uh, uh, that come out, you know, the, the voters that come out, the percentages are so, so small, you know. And um, one thing that has to be done is, is is getting those registered people to vote and cast their vote. It's very, very important. They could be registered, and we have a huge amount of um, people that are registered throughout our city and um but they don't cast a vote and right, that's right. going to be a challenge for you and all the other candidates um how right. are you going to work on that well i'm hoping that you know because we have the pandemic um and that's going to put a, a kind of a, a damper on things too but i'm hoping by then by the end of this year we'll be in a good place with this that we can go, uh, you know, and have some, we have some good voter turnout. I think if the issues are important in this city to people, I think they're going to come out. I know we don't have a mayor's race and I know we don't have a president race and and I and it's only the uh, school committee and the city council. But I think if we as candidates make the uh, issues very important going forward and we get the voters to realize that you need to come out and we need to make make it happen here i think we can get them out and i believe that with the um i believe they just actually took the um the the um 
uh, the absentee voted list, and they've extended it to this year. So there's still absentee voting voting that's going to go on, and they've extended that. So I think that helps out too with the numbers. And I know I haven't been too proud of the numbers going forward. I think I even complained about well, <laughs> about three years ago in 2019 where I thought that the numbers were really low for something so important as the mayor's race. You know, I think Mr. Moultrie ran against. Um, you know, Mayor Mitchell, and then you had, you know, Mr. G uh, you know, Council Gomes in the mix. When I saw the percentages, I was like, wow, for something that's that important and so crucial to our city to only come out with like, you know, 16 to 20 percent, it boggles my mind. But I'm hoping yeah. that they get more people out now. You know, maybe the important, like with the, the, the Engine 8 and with the Tech Park. And things like that, those are important hot button issues. So I'm hoping people can get out there and vote and, and, and take that initiative. So true. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, contract disputes um, throughout the city. Um, you know, the lunch aids, the Paris, um, right. EMS mm -hmm. is having their struggles. Fires right. always had their struggles. So right. the, the thing is, with all those struggles, um, sometimes what happens is um, a lot of what I notice is that a lot of people that are, are employed throughout the city, many, many departments, they're not our registered voters. And so now you have to have them pretty much endorse you and try to spread the words for their family and friends that are within the city that are registered voters. Right. And uh, just to encourage to, to, to vote for a guy like you. Mm -hmm. And and um, so, you know, just keep that in mind. You know, you got to reach out to all of them. But I, right, um, right. Good thing is, I've actually sat down with the fire union already. Um, I I have a deep deep um concern about the fire department of you know the lack of staff, the EMS. Um, I have as you as you know, I was a, I'm a I was a correction officer. I retired 20 years um at the Mr. County Sheriff's Department. So. Uh, law enforcement is a big thing with me. Fire, big thing. City safety, big thing for me. Um, I I reached out to you know to the um, police union. Uh, I'm, I'm supposed to be meeting eventually with um, Officer Terjean, and then of course uh, Billy Silver from the fire department. I've already met with them, and then of course I work with the Paris. I work at New Bedford Eye. I work with those Paris day in and day out. Um, I see the job they do, and they they are underpaid, and they really. Uh, re really do a fantastic job with the kids in the, at the high school, the, what I see. Um, I, I, they do remarkable. Again, I can't stress that enough. But I, I want to reach out to them. And I actually stood out. Again, I stood out downtown at the, uh, at the, at the uh, school department building. And I'm all for the Paris in getting something that's a livable, livable wage for them. Um, but yeah. I really really want that you know the union support and i'm all about unions i was at i was in the massachusetts correction federal federal correction officer state union so uh, i'm all about unions i fought tom watson so for so long for raise so i've been in those battles so i understand them you know good good the um yeah the paris they, they, the one thing i know especially when i was within the school department um with my title on the on the pd at um and the, the powers are always being utilized one way or another for almost every situation that happened within the, the, the school district or the school department, rather. So they're 
they're used for quite a bit of, of time during the school time, you know, school day rather, excuse me. And um, for them to get that that wage, oh, it, it, I mean, I didn't realize that it was that low. And it is. Kind of think of it. You think back of in your life, my life. When was the date? Uh, when was the year that we were actually paid that low? And when you kind of go back, you're going back decades. You're going back a long, long period of time. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm saying, wow, um, how are they making it? How are they paying for the rents that were increased throughout the city because of taxes were increased? You know, there's so many things right. that are going on. Right. You know, mm -hmm. barely getting a, some food on the table with just their income. And then all of a sudden now everything increases. Right. So, right. Groceries, gas, you name it, going up. But, you know, unfortunately, these people haven't had that kind of race to, to get them to a, a livable, um, you know, to, to just to live. You know, it costs you almost $120 to go to the grocery store a week. I mean, I don't know. You know, I, so I want to, you know, I, I want to fight for them. And I want to see them do, you know, get what they deserve. So, yeah, it, some of the things that I brought up years ago are still in place. There's still issues, that, right? Uh, you know, and um, mm -hmm. so um, it's kind of step back. Uh, well, yeah, I'm gonna ask you a tough question. Just sure, tough go question. ahead. I'm all but about tough questions. <laughs> it's very, very easy for you to answer. And uh, right. So, okay. all right. All right. So we have, we have an election and it's in regards to, um, I need a disc jockey for my daughter's party. So it's going to be your dad, you and Sarah, who are you going to vote for? <laughs> well, unfortunately, my, um, my dad isn't here now. He's been past yeah, three I, years. So, yes, um, so it brings comes down to me and Sarah. So um, I, I I say I, I vote for me. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Sarah, you know, love her to death, my sister. Um, but you know, now I you know I, my sister has been very you know great for over the years. She's a great person, um, and she's been in this city all her life. You know, she knows know the ins and outs, and she's worked for the school department for now twenty seven years. And um, yeah, Sarah does a great job. Sarah does a great yeah. job. That's the type of tough questions you get on a really Charlie podcast. You know? Wow, that's good. That's yeah. a good question. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I um I I know that um you know the the election. It, 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 I mean, it definitely started now for you. You know, every moment is very crucial, and every day is definitely going to be part of your political aspirations, your political career. you got to do something every single day. Right. You're going you're gonna to need some stamina. You're going to definitely need a, a, a strong base behind you to help you out with the various things you do. Are you ready for that? Absolutely ready for it, man. I've I've been retired ten years from the sheriff's department. I, I don't I, I don't have a daytime job. I'll be a full time counselor. And I'm a full. I'm running full time as an election wise. I I came in early. I started the first of the year, where some people were telling me, "Oh, wait, wait till April or May." No, no, no. I'm coming in the first of the year. 
I made my announcement. I was clear after talking to my family and getting the blessing. Uh, people don't know this, but about three years ago, I was actually going to run for school committee. And then my my wife ended up coming down for, with breast cancer. And I had to turn it, I had to turn and pivot. Uh, and that was the uh, the um, they got a new person on the school committee. And I had to kind of back off from that because my family came first. Um, and my daughter only, was only uh, five at the time. So I really had to pivot and go in another direction. And of course, first and foremost is my family. So I had to give that up. And I actually st- stood back from that and, and barreled down. So this time, you know, everything is good. I had the blessing from my wife and my family because it, it impacts them just as much as it impacts me running because I know I'm opening myself out up to the you know to people in the public because I want myself to be an open book. I want to be engaging. I want to be uh, open to people. I want them to approach me, be able to talk. If we want to go down and have a coffee, you know, after the pandemic, obviously all with masks. Um, mm-hmm. I want to have I want to have them come up to me and talk to me and be able to you know do what I have to do. And with, during this during this campaign, I want to be there for people even now. I get texts already about things about this issue with the Regal House Furniture Building, which is now turning to Family Child and Services up here on Church Street. I already get texts about that. I'm not even a city councilor yet, um, but I'm an old, I'll be open and constituent services is a big thing to me. I want to serve. I want to help people out. I want to be able to get them to where they need to go. If there's a street light out or a pothole or uh, bushes that need to be cut. Um, I know I can't go out and do it, but I'm going to try to get them to that point and, and lead them to, in the direction and make sure I follow through and get it done for them. If I couldn't, it's because of something that was out of my control. But I'm one that will take the bull by the horns, as they say. And I'm a big thing with uh, constituent services. I'll always, my phone will always be open. My email will be always open. And I want to help the people of New Bedford. Because I know when I had that um, problem down, we lived on Clara Street. I had, you know, I reached out to my counselor and and they were there for me. So that's great. And then when they're not, I feel like, I feel kind of like, you know, uh, you know, why aren't they working for me? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm paying my taxes. I, I, you know, I know they can't do it all for me, but you know, just answer my phone call. Just listen to me. And that's all I want. And that's what I'm going to be there for the people is to listen. So true. It, um, I, uh, I know you're going to be there definitely for them. And, um, it, it, um, get familiar with the, with the phone listings of every single department. You know, that way you can have access to it, you know, at all times. At this day and age, you know, you use your cell phone, you have access to a lot of it. Um, right. And, uh, but sometimes you know, something could get fixed just by, just by, um, you know, a telephone call, you know. And, and, right. Uh, it's all it just, takes. Just trying to add your name to the screen, man. It's very important that we put your right. name thank you the, uh, you don't even you don't even have to put dj next to it <laughs> i think that's all right i think everything's spelled right it should be um the you know one thing i have you know we talked about having that strong will that strong desire could have that strong commitment every single day to be out there and um even the rainy days you know i remember at times you know during the campaign that we were out there during the rainy days could still strike up a conversation with something those 
those small conversations go a long way. Right. And yep. So the um your your committee's already established because you're doing your fundraisers, right? Yep. Um yes, yeah. You know, and uh you know, I, I've seen something about a fundraiser that's coming up. Um can you kind of talk about that? Sure. Sure. I'm gonna do one more fundraiser and it's gonna be at the airport grill Tuesday night. June 8th, um, it's going to be under the tent in the back. So if you are leery about um, COVID and, you know, when obviously got some restrictions maybe still on, it'll be outside under the tent. So they'll be totally safe, you know, with whatever we do. Um, we're going to have a little entertainment with uh, New Bedford's uh, own Craig DeMello, uh, the whiskey poet. He's going to be here entertaining so that people can talk and socialize um, and then we'll have a, we'll have a buffet, a uh, small buffet. Troy DeMello has been really great, uh, great to me at the, uh, at the, the grill. He, he's, uh, he's working with me and, uh, it's going to be a fabulous night. It's going to be like an old time, you know, gathering type of mixer. So everybody can kind of relax and enjoy. Um, and I'll say a few words and I hope I, I hope I see everybody out there. Um, the cost is $50 for the donation and it gets you a, a drink and it gets you a, a buffet. Um, and I thought that would be um, great to get everybody together and uh, help my campaign cause so I can start, uh, I can, you know, purchase some airtime and get some stuff going for my campaign. Um, I know it takes money to do these. So that's <laughs> it's something that I, I wish I didn't have to do. I wish I could just do it without, you know, the fundraising. But I, it's very important to raise money and, I, and to, to get my platform out there and let me be heard. So true. It, uh, know got a good venue um great entertainment craig is a whiskey poet is a dear friend of mine i like to get him on this podcast eventually because um the dude is he's a yeah diamond he's great in the rough, and he's a diamond nice. in the rough yeah great singer good good guy good singer um very you know very it was every extremely honored for him to uh you know to say yes you know I wrote all his music, but he's not giving me credit for it. You know, <laughs> he just released a new album. He just released yeah. a new album, so yeah. So I thought he could highlight some of those new songs on on June eighth, Boris. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, here's another future uh, guest on the uh, Really Charlie podcast, Devin Devin Burns. It's good to hear. We need responsible counselors uh many take their position for granted so true so true yeah yeah, um, yeah thanks Devin. yeah absolutely yeah. i want to be responsible i don't i'm not a i'm not career it's not my career but i want to get back and i feel like i, I almost like uh feel like this is not going to be something i'm going to be nesting in there for you know the next 20 years i i, I you know that, that i'll take it year by year uh, you know, two years by two years, actually, because it's a two-year position. But I yeah. want to be responsible to the voters. I want to, you know, I, you know, if you need to, you want to talk to me about something, you want to call me up, please take me aside. I love it. I want to go have, you know, sit down and talk to you because I really believe the people need a voice in the government and I will be their voice. I have, you know, no problems with, you know, if I'm, if I'm thinking wrong, I want to turn and go another direction and if people kind of straighten me out. I understand that. Um, it's not all about me. It's all about the city of New Bedford and where we live. So true. 
um, Kevin Perry, he says, I wish you luck, but understand people are going to love you and people are going to dislike you. Just make sure you wear, um, you wear blinders towards failure cause and ultimate goals is to be one of the great ones for New Beach. Yes. Yeah. Well, well I have thick uh, skin. I have thick yeah. skin, you know, working, working, you know, working all these years. I work, you know, like I said, I worked for the, I worked in the sheriff's department. I worked for a boss that was tough. Uh, and of course, you know, people have their, it, and this is not about him, but I've had to, I've had tough, tough skin. And I think I've developed that. And I understand, um, but, but I understand the people in New Bedford because I'm one of them. I'm a, yeah. I'm a person that's been here, you know, uh, I, you know, I grew up on off of Dartmouth street, New Bedford. And then my, my aunt and uncle used to live uh, in Parkdale, um, housing development. I, I grew up a lot around like Keith and, 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 uh, Potter. And I, so I've, I've been in the, the, the places where people have strong voices and I've heard, you know, a lot of the old timers, I understand it and I want to make it better. And I, I, like I said, I've, I've been here all my life. I grew up, I cruised the Ave, I cruised the Peach. I've done everything that a New Bedford person can do. Um, and, um, and I, you know, that, that itself means I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a person that's like grown up here in the community. Uh, and that's important. I'm not an outside looking in. I've always been here. So, yeah. And that's, um, it's good to hear. Um, David Gonzalez says, Jay, how do you feel about the closures of the fire stations? Dave, um, I'm, I'm a totally against it. Of course, um, my, my grandfather being a firefighter for 33 years in the city on station six. Um, I'm totally against any closures. Public safety is first and foremost. If we want to attract any kind of business here, or if we want to make our fit, uh, especially in that district where you have ward two, uh, and it's a very congested area. You can't have an uh, engine closed that that's that important to the city, especially with you have the rash of fires that we've had. Um, I'm not, uh, you know, I wouldn't be happy with that. And then your insurances will go up. If they, if they decommission engine eight, your insurances go up. They may even be um, fire stations. That, uh, I mean, if that closes, there may even be people that can't get insured in that area. So that's important too. I mean, are you gonna? You can't have a landlords that can't insure their properties because their ISO went up to like two. Uh, we need to keep that down. We need to keep that station open so we can save lives. Because every every minute that you know, Dave, that that could be worth somebody's life, and we can't play. I'll put a stall sign on somebody's life. There's no way. I would never vote for decommissioning that that station. Yeah, so true. It um one thing about fire is um. You know, it's people don't realize that um, maybe they do, but, you know, I'm going to assume that they don't, that um, they're going to call to call, um, just like the EMS, you know, but for the EMS, those those men and women are constantly out and about. There's no, the the sit sit down time is very rare. And even, you know, just because you see them in a building doesn't mean they're not doing something. They're always doing something. Always and, um, doing something. Yeah, and it, it, they're, you know, the the data speaks for itself, and the calls are tremendous. The calls are tremendous for New Bedford Fire, um, along with the EMS. So um, where you see EMS, right. you're definitely going to see fire. They go hand in hand. They're going right. to see police. So hopefully, uh, 
we can straighten that stuff out, you know. David Gontel so. says, yeah, David Gontel says, thanks, Jay. I know that I can count on you. Good brother. See, that's, it's, thanks, that's good Dave. to hear for you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm, EMS is so important in this city. I, of course, I ride I ride along in this city a lot. I, I take rides. I'm always in my car driving if I'm not working, um, especially before I came to the high school, which if I do, uh, if I am elected by the people, I have to quit high school. I can't do both. Uh, it, I, I myself think it's it would be a conflict of interest. Um, even though I know the high school would hate to see me go because, you know, I've done so much there and we, we've got some great stuff going on there. Um, I would drive around the city, talk to EMS, you know, while they're not, I'd see what the, what their, what their, the trouble is with them. I, I want to see what, what's going on and, and what they need and what they don't need. And I know those, those gentlemen and ladies work hard every day. I see them going to calls all the time. And then I hear just from the, the mutual aid that's being called in the city. Um, it, 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 they're busy all the time. I don't think they ever stop. They probably have an eight-hour shift and never stop. And um, and again, they're they're a vital part of this community, and they're 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 literally putting their lives on the line for us every day. Even during the pandemic, you see them out there, and that's that's great and it's incredible. And I really thank them a lot. Um, we've used a few times. My wife had to go by ambulance. I, my father, when he was very sick, they were always there for my my father taking them to the hospital and they were there prompt. Um, so it, it, EMS is a big, big part of this city. And I think they, we need more ambulances for how many people we have. There's only like three ambulances on at a time for the amount of people we have and amount of calls. There should be a lot more ambulances there are. And that comes down to a, bu a budgeting. We should do a lot better job with the budgeting so we can have the proper amount of ambulances we need in the city. It's so just the, just comes down to money, but you know we need to we need to think public safety first, and then everything will fall in line after that. Good, um, Jason. Make sure you share this 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 um, live feed right now on your on your Facebook page. You know, go on my page, share it. That way, we can get a great audience, a bigger bigger audience, um, and get that message out there. Sometimes okay, okay. I'll get you up right here. I got my thing right here. Hold on. <laughs> Sometimes the guests don't share it, and um, we're missing some opportunity uh, for for your friends and family to get involved in this conversation. Right. No, um, it's funny because I I have I'm a good I'm good at the social media. Um, thing but sometimes i'm not so good i, I forget yeah. about things like this yeah use it virtual virtual um virtual ways of getting a message out are very very important very um and if you know what you're doing the um you know you can reach thousands of people and um, right I, i'm right. amazed that uh, just um i'm amazed just as how much people i meet i uh reach just on this um podcast mm -hmm. and um it's uh it's, it's so i'm i'm trying to tell everyone that utilize this podcast as much as you can you know i always you know um i work during the day you know even though i retired i'm still working however at night it's a different story i could still get things out there still get messages yeah. out there right um and um I open it to all candidates and especially opening it to you that 
and want to get something out there, guess what? Just come on board and uh, we could do a, a kind of like I call a flash podcast, you know, where it's all of a sudden, you know, we got to get something out there. I'm just trying to do that. So. No, I appreciate that. That's great. I mean, that, that gives us, uh, you know, the candidates um, a, a platform, which is great. And you need to get it out there. You need to get out to the people because you don't know what I'm thinking if I'm just sitting in my living room and, uh, you know, just watching TV. You're going you're gonna to know what the candidates are thinking and make the best yeah. choice when it comes to November. So true. And it, it's going to go up till that day. Right up to the election day, you're gonna always have something to do, something, right? Uh, some some other person to convince, um, right? But uh, you know, one thing I did is get that link on mass.gov for, so people can register, you know, electronically, right? Um, right. Um, and not everybody's kind of into that, you know. But uh, you know, you never know. You may be with an elderly person that that trust you, but just don't know how to do it. And, you know, maybe you can do it yourself right on your phone and get them registered and say, Hey, uh, uh, Mrs. Souza, y'all, y'all registered now. Look, you're registered, you know? Um, and you know, that goes a long way just by doing that little thing for them. So it does. No, that's great. Yep. Um, as we get closer, I'm going to, you know, start really, you know, getting people, you know, we're going to get people registered. If you're not registered, we can we can send you a link to get registered so that we can you know you can vote you know it's your voice you know this is what makes america uh what it is people vote and uh cast in the political um you know the political spectrum and get get your candidate in that you like which you know i get i want to get my can my people out there the people that are endorsing me i want to get them out to vote like you said earlier you know and i respect you charlie because you know when you ran for for your office back then um it almost like when I was thinking about running this time and then for me the first time, I really think guys like you and me, we're not really, I'm not really a quote unquote politician. We're just a common guy. So it really gave me a lot of you and Derek Baptiste, which uh, council Baptiste, another good friend of mine, um, seeing him like that, do what he did in Ward four gives me, gives me my hope. And, and they're like, wow, man, if Derek can do it, I can do it. You know, I I really looked up the, the soak. And what he did, and and it gave me gave me some encouragement. Absolutely, I told him that too a while back. I said, you know, Silk, you did what you did gave me my my wings, and what I and I really wanted to get, you know do this, and that and that helped me out a tremendous lot. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 working every day, and um and um that's a great um, job. That's a great job. Yeah, he's a yep. great. It's a good uh good person to form alliance with well you should form alliance with everybody in the city council right but just stay strong with your voice you know there there may be two or three little um little men or ladies that are in that your constituents that say hey you know i need this passed i really need this passed you know and and you may support them and then some people within your uh you know city council chambers may not agree to it but you know you got to stay strong Stay firm. Right. Constituents matter, you know. You gotta stay. You gotta stay in your beliefs too. Um, you know, and whatever you believe is right, and your moral beliefs, and of course, your constituents. You are their voice. You gotta understand that people that run for office gonna understand. You work for the people. Um, you don't work for anybody else. Uh, just like this, and I'm gonna make mention of this parallel products. Um, 
the, uh, they want to build the parallax product plant up here, which is like kind of expanding that. And then I went on the other night and we went on with the group and I was really um, opened up to uh, some education about what they're going to do and what they, it's going to go down. And that, that is an eye opener up there. I didn't understand what the, the parameters of, of that plant going up there with nine stacks being built and, uh, you know, toxic sledge coming through our neighborhoods. Um, but, you know, it's an overwhelming majority here don't want it. And I'm with the people and I, I didn't want it as a, as a neighbor. I was kind of actually, I, I'll tell you the truth. A couple of years ago when I heard it, I wasn't like up in the air because I heard about, you know, was bringing money into the city. But, you know, after hearing what's going on and I heard, I heard, I did some research on, you know, on YouTube, went on and, and looked into parallel products. And I was like, wow, that's not what we want for this city. We've got enough in this city without bringing that kind of, uh, um, you know, that kind of like traffic on our roads uh, and then in the air smell. I mean, it's right on the edge of the uh, um, of the industrial park. So you've got a lot of people that live right in it. It's right in their backyard. They live close to that. Um, and then it brings rodents. You're going to bring tons of trash. The sewage that, you know, goes into our sewage system is going to go right down through the city. So it's going to affect everybody in the city, not just the people up here in Ward 1. Uh, it's going to affect everybody. And, and it's not for New Bedford. Uh, they need to relocate that somewhere else. And I'm I'm firmly against that parallel products, um, you know, build, building up here. Uh, just, you know, to go on the record for that. And that's something that, you know, people, some people may want it in government, but I'm not. Uh, the people don't want it. And that's what I'm, I'm standing with the with the people in my neighborhood. And, uh, and the people in New Bedford who don't want it. Great. That's great news. Great input. Um, and very, very essential to um, the people in that ward, along with the uh, people in the city, really. You know, it, it, some of these things get passed and get, you know, without, without the majority of the people in the city getting to know um, and getting that knowledge out there, you know, and, and as long as you keep making your voice heard about parallel park products, um, it's very, very important. Especially right. now that you're going to have a forum, you're going to have a platform, right. you're going to have you're going to have the voice where where a lot of right. people listen to you, newspaper, radio, um, social media, right, right. You know, podcast. So, you know, yeah, yeah. I actually want want to make one more thing. Uh, apparent to people that I think this, and I, I moved it up on my list because it was it was there on the you know the things that I really want to talk about. But transparency in the city seems um, to be lacking. Uh, years ago, we had some great transparency in this city. I think to a point we were good, and now it's gotten really bad recently. I, I really think the city of New Bedford needs to have more transparency with its uh with its with its people and uh, in certain areas. And of course. That incident with, you know, with the PD, um, you know, with Brook and Wood and then uh, that incident the other day on Rockdale Avenue and Allen Street, um, th there needs to be more transparency. Uh, we're not saying that you have to go on and, you know, tell us details about what's going on because, of course, there's investigation. We know that has to be forthcoming. And, of course, you don't want to know. But we need to make the people safe. We need to come out. Every other city has a, um, a you know, press conference couple hours after, three hours after to inform the, the neighborhood. As a city council, I'm gonna want to demand that. We're gonna have we're gonna have something up front to tell the people that they're safe 
that they can continue with their, with their life and there's no danger to the public. You just vanilla, gotta be transparent. We need to tell, you know, what's going on to our residents, but the transparency is not there. It has, you know, it hasn't been there from the, the last like, you know, year or so. And we really gotta start uh, getting back to that. Um, and as a yeah. city council, I'm gonna demand that. Yeah, you should, you know. Uh, the, there's a lot of different things that, you know, need to happen, but see, you're paying attention. You're paying attention to what, and what happened in the past, what's, what's, uh, visible in the present. And, and now you have an opportunity, you, you can have an opportunity to fix those things. Um, right. And, and sometimes the so-called old heads in the city council um are just going to kind of go through the routine you know and 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 when you have new voices new people that are going to say no we're not going to um and and you are a type of person in my opinion and you can stand alone and get the message out and uh, the, um and standing alone you got to fight alone you got to do it just stand it but you're in a great great position with the microphone and cameras in front of you to get those messages out. So, um, right. Right. Good, yeah. we good just, luck with that. Thank you. No, I, I, I know that's, you know, part of the job and I really want to make sure that my voice is heard and that I won't back down because again, I, I, this, I don't look at this as a career for me. I look at this as I'm working for the people and people that use this as a career worry about year to year getting elected. I'm not worried about it. You know, I, I'm here. I'm an open book. You know, again, I want to make sure that we, you know, we have all this money coming in from the federal government, from the the CARES Act that's coming in, from the stimulus. There's what fifty nine million dollars coming into this city. I want to make sure that it's it's spent right and spent in the right direction. But we also also want to tighten our budget. There's there's a few things in the city we can tighten up um, to to go forward and use that money to save Station Eight. You know, I, I brought and it's on my my website, which I'm going to plug in now, Charlie, if you don't mind. Go ahead, um, of course. Uh, you can look at my platform at www.jasonmellow4nb2021.com. Um, you see my platform, you'll see a bio about me, um, all my information, my contact information. Uh, all of it's on that website, and also I have my Twitter, I have Instagram, and I have Facebook, all for the uh, new committee to elect Jason Mello. Uh, counselor at large. So you can go on any of those platforms and see me. Uh, actually, you can click on a link on my, my website and do that. You can um, you can go from, from one to the other. But I believe like, you know, to get to where we got to be, we can tighten our belts in New Bedford. It's not all about putting it on the taxpayers. It's not always about charging fees to say the fishing, um, the fishing fleet, putting fees on our boaters. Um, making it a, a renter fee for the, the renters in the city, because I heard that as a proposition, going to charge a rental fee for anybody who's renting the city. What we got to do is start tightening our belts and looking inside of the city. And one of the things I brought up, um, and it's on my website, was how about we privatize the zoo? Put that back on the table. About eight or nine years ago, that was kind of brought up. Um, we, we want those jobs. Don't get me wrong. We want to keep those 27 jobs over there at the zoo. And we want to make yep. it, it's a tool of our community. We really want to make it, but 
let's that's a lot of care for those animals we have those are rescued animals over at the zoo they they require a lot of veterinarian care that's a lot of money to put on the back of a city who's had some financial issues um we yeah. did with the garbage we did it with the central garage we could look we need to put that back on the table maybe look that way so true the um you know as we uh one second just trying to copy your website here so i can put it on for the viewers All right jason mellow for mb 2021.com um no so i like i like that strategy i like your ideas um it's it's really um make sure this is right jason if you could see it uh um is this gonna scroll by charlie <laughs> yeah i'm gonna uh, scroll. i got it in the comments but i'm gonna have it scroll by too which is very very important right kind of right i'm gonna uh um, yeah that's right you got it well, that's that's correct all right it flashed right. up quick but i saw it all right i'm gonna um i'm gonna change that put that on a banner right now so so it can scroll down near your your, your infamous i mean sorry famous name jason mellow <laughs> infamous <laughs> oh that too <laughs> <laughs> the uh and um so how many people are running i mean it only matters that you're running but is there a lot in the, on the table I saw, you know, I, I obviously Lisa White, you know, I've seen her. She's been very vocal. I've seen her that she's going to run and she's got, uh, a, you know, a um, open campaign uh, finance committee. Uh, also, Tyler Moultrie was was, uh, was said he made, he's going to run. So that, those, that's two people right there. Um, yeah. Scott Pemberton said that he was going to run. I see him uh, with his Facebook page up. I, I, I've seen Mr. Pemberton. So that's three. Um, also, a uh, another gentleman that I'm not too familiar with. I don't really know who he is, but it's Perrier. Um, is it Matt Perrier? I believe he's. I'm. I'm sorry if I. I'm not getting his name right. Um, but I actually confuse him with the gentleman who's running uh, or Ward Six. Um, the Pereira, Mr. Pereira there in Red. Say I get them confused a little bit on the on the last names. I'm. I'm trying to concentrate on me, not on yeah, them. Yeah, and that. In fact, let's let's. Let's do that. I'm sorry, Jason. I put that. Question oh, it's all right. And, no, um, no, that's fine. It, it, I don't mind. More the merrier. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna run my own race, and I'm gonna concentrate on issues. And the last thing people want is negative, um, anything in this city. I don't want to run a negative campaign. I don't have it in me. Uh, I'm not going to. And I want to run my own race and give my own ideas out. Everybody else can do their thing, but Jason Mello will stick to the issues and be his own man. And that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I, um, we did quite a bit of stuff, and and um, let me see. I uh, what's what's the story with um? Uh, I'll, I'll get back to that. Let me let me let me think about that right now. Uh, I want to think about that question right now. That's right. The um, you know, you was what triggered? What triggered your ambition to uh, to run 
this time? You know, you, you, you already mentioned some things, but was there a certain situation, a certain uh, thing? Because I know that's what happened with me. And, and so was there a certain, you know, incident or maybe a decision that triggered it? No, actually, it wasn't, Charlie. I just have I just have a, a, a thirst to run and help my city and to, to, and to really be involved uh, in, in, in local uh, government. Uh, there wasn't one issue that made me, you know, that would stand out for me to run. Um, but I want to be involved. And I think my time is now um, of the age where it's, it, it's you know, um, I'm young. Uh, I have ideas. Uh, and I, and I want to help my community. And and it wasn't it wasn't any one thing that triggered me to run, um, but I I loved I again it's just all about the love for New Bedford it it really is and and that's I just want to make my 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 city better, and I thought what a what a great time to do it um, now that I have the time and, and I can be a full time council, so that's that's my uh, my answer to that. So true. Uh, Reggie Victor says, "Good luck, my fellow DJ Big Daddy." Ah. Will support you. <laughs> Reggie, my boy, I love Reggie, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a uh, he's good dude. Good dude yeah. to always support me on every podcast. And uh, right, oh yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Goes a long, yeah. long, long way yeah. with me. I, yeah, I remember going down the social club and, and uh, you know hanging with out with them, all of them. You know, Brian Mag and and you know Franny Haddix. That was uh. You know that I, I that's where my community lies is going you know being all those these years down at you know down at the social and and going to you know different functions um you know doing my old school nights you know i'm you know i'm gonna see a i'm, I'm a dj and i've been a dj probably longer than i've been um you know my, i've been a teenager but long forever and uh you know it's brought me close to a lot of people in the city you know I, i've done a lot of uh, a lot of uh, people's uh, weddings, um, sweet 16s, anniversaries. Um, so I've met a lot of people over the time just with my, my being a professional DJ. And um, yeah, it's, it's it, it, you know, people like Reggie, you know, you meet and, and he's a great guy, man. It, we, you know, we hit it off right away. And, uh, you know, we joke with each other, you know, about sports. We all joke about sports, about each other. Yeah. Cause I'm being into basketball and football and, but it's fun, you know, it's fun. And that's where we're all, you know, it's the brotherhood. We get in there and we have a good time with it, you know? So it's fun. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Deanna Ruta says, I like your politics. You got this. See. Thank that's you, Dion. Cool. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I, you know, I, I want to, you know, any, like I said, any, anything I make with a, pol a political move is for other people. It's not for me. It's not for anybody else. It's for other people. And I appreciate people like Dion and recognizing that. All right. Um, something I have talked about over the years um, and something that's really um, you know, one of my pet peeves is, um, is parking, parking. Mm -hmm. parking violations um right and i'm gonna mention this to you know a couple other candidates that come on mm -hmm. how can you straighten that out you know because the i'll just kind of go on my street you know uh have quite a few houses here very very narrow street um driveways are pretty much on the east side of the street 
-hmm. but the west side doesn't have driveways um and in some cases they're multi-dwelling houses um right right as a as a former police officer i definitely know what the violations are or could be and if everyone on this block you know, I'll, I'll say two blocks from everyone on these two blocks um if they try to get on the street they couldn't but if there's initial complaint of one violation um uh it's it's to me it's it's just something that it it shouldn't happen you know it, it because you can't park anywhere if if you have a city block or city lot issued to a house and that right. house is three families okay and now the curbing on the street is probably approximately outside that house from 13 feet mm -hmm. And then maybe another 13 to 20 feet on the other side. Um, the cars are, cover all that space. One or two cars cover all that space. Right. You know, they, right. it's 20 feet from a curb. It's five feet from a driveway. So if you have a curb or an intersection, and then you have a driveway for that first home, so you can't park five feet from the, from the driveway and 20 feet from from the curb, you know, it, it um, makes parking space. You can't even fit a Volkswagen in that spot that right. you have left. Right. So the so the aggressive violations, the aggressive um, issuing of those violations, mm -hmm. to me, it's kind of hypocritical. Um, and I I just hope mm -hmm. that you, you can review it at at some point. And um, I've already reviewed that. Charlie, actually, I because I used to live in a three-family for many, many years in the in the in, down in the south end, uh, off Jenkins Street, and I also lived in another one um, on Arlington Street, the north end, and they're very tight spaces. I understand that a lot of people, you know, triple, you know, sometimes it's not only you that has a car, but your son may have a car or your daughter may have a car. Um, I'm dead set against having the meeting maids run around the city tagging cars for that. I think they need to stay in their lane, stay downtown, you know, make sure the meters are done properly. Because I actually just got hit the other day when I was downtown um, for a violation where I didn't even see the sign. It was way up. But in regards to the, 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 the parking issues like that, if there's an issue that if somebody's in, into, a, um, into the intersection park, then you know what? You need to call, you know, the police. They want to go by there make sure. You know, hey, if it's really a, a tough, tough violation, okay, it's you know you can't block an intersection. But I really think that the city needs to, there's some there's some pockets here and there that we need to maybe able to see if we can actually acquire maybe get some more areas where we can park like a little parking lot. And I know it stinks in the summertime. I mean, actually in the winter time because you're gonna have to walk a couple blocks. And I know that's it's tough, but it's it's an ongoing problem. This city will have that problem probably when I go. <laughs> when yeah. when it's my time is up, it always be an issue down there. But I think uh, to give people more heartache by putting more violation, having people going you know, around and ticketing cars um, for the smallest thing, I've actually seen people with like it really like they could could have taken out a tape measure and they were like a foot over and they gave them a ticket for it. I mean, you really can't. It's hard to do that to somebody who's working nine to five, um, who's 
busting their charts to, to make a living and, and survive. And then you're going to put a ticket on them for, for over a foot. That's not what I call good. You know, it's not good for the, with the, the, the poly, it's not good for, for somebody's mindset because now it makes them angry and we need to figure out a way to, to get around it. But I think we, we need to, there's a solution here and there, but unfortunately um, that has to be worked out some way. And I think maybe you're acquiring different, different, uh, you know, like we have pocket pots in the city that are being used for other things other than what they're supposed to. Maybe we have to turn those into a, you know, a couple of parking spots for the city, you know, some, some numbered spots for citizens that use it from housing. Uh, we could try something like that. Just, yeah. So yeah, that's my answer to that, Charlie. Okay, good. Good answer. Um, uh, Facebook user here. I can't see the name. Um, they didn't display the name, but it said Jason. Jason Mello is a true professional. Always conducts himself gracefully with discipline and respect. A leader that will lead even when it's not easy. He will be an advocate for businesses and constituents. Wow! Thank you. A yeah. Great compliment. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It yeah. really do. It actually makes me get a little warm inside <laughs> because <laughs> it does. It makes me want to get warm inside. Uh, you know, I I really respect that. Thank you very much, whoever put that out there. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's um, you'll be able to see that later when you view your profile, and you'll be able to see the names on the uh, um, on the screen in the comment section. Um, it's just that we're you know, this live feed if they don't just right, write right. names. So right, right. The, um, right. Yeah, one of one of the things I could think of is um, you know, that I wanna suggest to you that every day is a business day. Mm -hmm. Um and 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 as you get the good, the bad and ugly, the very next day is another business day. Mm -hmm. Um another day for Councillor Mello to be out there. And 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 you may get some people that are you know, we're good to you. And then all of a sudden this day, they're, they're going to be bad or angry. You know, just treat it as a business day, similar to what right. you did um, in your career. You know, every day is different. You know, you have a bad day, they have a bad day. Right. And, um, and I always say, yeah. feel free to call me. Tomorrow's another day, man. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's life. And, uh, you know, well, like I said, in my other career, um, I had some really bad days, uh, but I always gave everybody the respect that they deserved and treat them like a human being because that's what you know how you want to be treated is the way they want to be treated. And, and I took that in my 20 years at the you know at the uh, at the House of Correction, and I always treat everybody with respect. And uh, that's and I got it back, and I was you know, and that's why my sign says honesty, integrity, and common sense. And I, and I live by those words. There's no doubt about it. You know, that's how I, that's how I treated people when I, when I, in my other career and I'll do it now that I'm, you know, that I would be in office. That's how I would do it. That, you know, honesty, loyalty, and respect. Good. Good. Um, great sign. Got those new Bedford colors, red and white, you know, right. Look at that. Right. You know what? Yeah. You and I think I like a little bit cause you know, that's the way my sign would have been red and white uh, you know yeah i and uh, i won't naomi connie has red and white and naomi's a good friend of mine because i worked with at the um at the sheriff's department we were co-workers for many many years i actually good friends with her brother clyde 
Um, Clyde's my go-to, all what I need to build. Um, and, you know, I wanted not to copy, uh, you know, Councilor um, Connie's sign because she's red and white. So I put the, you know, black in there so I wouldn't copy her sign directly because I, I like to, you know, to make sure that I'm not, I want to stay in my lane. Right. So, gotta, right. We got to we got to get your name out there and and sometimes colors are very important but we got to right. make sure that people see the name you know right and, and um but i know how you're going to do things so um they may not hear about you today but tomorrow they're going to hear <laughs> yeah i i you know and i'll be on you know i'll be on the local scene um especially as the, as all the restrictions are loosening up charlie as this pandemic goes i'm gonna be walking the neighborhoods i'm gonna stay six feet apart with my mask i'm gonna i'm gonna put i'm gonna talk to people um hopefully we can get some parades in the city hopefully i'm hoping we get one or two you know i'll be there working around walking around talking to people and that's what i am i'm a social person I want to talk and I'll, I know people like you to get my name out there. Um, that's what I'm looking for. And I'm hoping that everybody, uh, you know, will support me. And, and I, I want one of your votes come December. I mean, December, November 2nd, not that far away. Um, November mm -hmm. 2nd. And I'm not sure if we're going to have a primary. We don't have, I guess we don't have nine people yet, but I guess if there will be a primary September 28th, if we go over that 10 mark, I believe. Um, but yeah, if so we don't, it'll be November 2nd. People will come out each each month before that deadline of your paperwork being officially, um, right? You know, uh, approved. But so the numbers will change. Um, right, right, and right. I, I, I honestly, my opinion is that you're going to have that. Um, you're going to have that primary. The uh, let's see. My brother says, really, Charlie, you asked a DJ about changing parking rules. Of course, he wants to agree. <laughs> Ask him if he could DJ. <laughs> Can DJ birthday for free in November? He's got it. You know what? He's That's my brother. He's on the comment hey. section doing his thing. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I try to get him on here. I try to get him on here, but you know, he yeah. he wanted to he wanted to spend some money in the casino. He could have been on a really uh, challenge, you know, but uh, okay. It, it, oh, hey, <laughs> hey, DJing for free? I don't know. Pandemic has really put a sink <laughs> in my business. <laughs> yeah, do, I'm surviving, man. But um, no, I you know again, hey, I appreciate brothers' comments too. Everybody's comments are appreciated. So true. Um, oh, Jason, yeah. Jason Mello, yeah. counselor at large for the city of New Bedford, honesty, integrity, common sense. Um, feel free, feel free to uh comment down on the sections, any questions you have for the candidate. And um, I know he will get back to you. The uh, let me put the website back up here on the screen so people know. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, this is the Really Charlie podcast here on StreamYard, Anchor, Spotify, uh, YouTube, and Facebook. You know, feel free, please subscribe to my channel on YouTube um, and check out the videos. But um, Jason, yeah, 
I want you to do a couple of things. One, I want you to give sure. you a ending message. But the first thing I want to ask you, mm-hmm. and I ask all my guests this, if you if you wanted a guest on a Really Charlie podcast, who would it be? One or two people, whoever it may be. Who should I reach out to to get on this Really Charlie podcast? Hmm. Um, actually, um, let's see. Well, uh, it would be good to get, um, you know, Derek on. So, so be on. Has he been on at all before? I, um, you know, we reached out, we talked back and forth. Um, and, uh, so that's, that's definitely going to happen. Um, good. and he's, uh, he, he's also going to have his own podcast. So that's going to oh, be interesting nice. too. It's going to be right. called Yo Listen. Yo Listen. On that's right. I saw that advertised. Yeah. Right. one Radio. Um, so that's going to be interesting and funny. Um, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Gonna that's going to be yeah. very, very yeah. funny. Yeah. So, so Derek. Right. Derek Baptiste. That's in the works. Derek Baptiste. Yeah. Derek Baptiste. Um, uh, I'll wait until um after the election, and I'm gonna get Sarah on here so we can oh, share yeah. some uh, yeah. your family stories. And uh, I don't want to hurt your campaign or anything having Sarah <laughs> on it. Hey, yeah, I don't. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that girl is. Yeah, she's. I'm only joking, everyone. I'm only joking. Sarah's yeah. a good person. Would never jeopardize her brother's campaign. She's very no. very funny. No. We have and, fun uh, together. She, she should have her own sitcom. You know, that girl is just, she's hilarious, you know. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So uh, I just want to have, you know, um, closing message come from you in your own words. So um, the city of New Bedford can definitely know who they're dealing with. Well, thank you again, Charlie, for having me on tonight. I uh, really appreciate it. Um, this is my first one. So you 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 know we've kind of broken the mold here, uh, mm-hmm. so I really appreciate it. Uh, you, you can expect from me the city of New Bedford as a guy that's going to give you an honest answer. Uh, I'm going to bring it every day. I'm going to work 110. Um, percent I just want to make sure that um, that everybody in this city is welcomed here. Uh, we're a diverse community. Uh, we're a melting pot. Um, Hey, I, I really want to see our youth shine, and I want to see our seniors taken care of, and I want our public uh, safety to be paramount, and we want to be able to protect, you know, what's ours in the city. And uh, no, not business as usual. Let's 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 think outside the box. Let's get our business in order and our house in order, and go forward. And I'm asking um, the citizens to vote for me November second. I just need one of your votes, and. Uh, we're going to make this happen. And I, I feel like I'm going to shock the world. I'm first time running for, a, you know, a political office. Um, they say I, I'm on the underdog here and I've never run, but I'm going to shock New Bedford and I'm going to, I'm going to make this happen. And, and, uh, and I'm going to be a city councilor come 2022. Good. Thank you again, Charlie. Great, great message. Um, Kevin Perry said, you said, you're retiring if you win. So in November, after my vote helps you retire. So of course it's a free cause. You will be a counselor. I got faith in. Um, oh, so thank you. Faith, well, faith in you. Go ahead. I, I appreciate that. 
Kevin. You know, I've already retired, but uh, unfortunately, when you when I, I work in the school, again, I, I believe it's going to be a, a conflict of interest. Plus, with my retirement, I, I can only make so much. Uh, so I would probably almost have to get back some of my pay. I believe I'm going to have to give back. And again, I would I would definitely re-retire and just do the city council full time. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Keep looking into that. You know, there's um, you're not the first uh, city, state or county worker that's ran into politics. Just review right. that. Keep looking into it. Um, you may not be able to you may not have to hurt yourself, you know, financially. Right. So, yeah, I'll look into that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, and um, the uh, well, I I already expected a good show, a good podcast with you being on it, and um, I'm very happy to have this uh, time with right. you. I'm gonna the video will be always available for you on YouTube. I'll put that on my channel, Anchor and Spotify. Right. Uh, I'll always have it. You know, you can use it as much as you have to. Yeah. Um, Appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Jason Mello, good luck in the race. And um, you ever need me or the Really Charlie podcast, you get in touch with me and we'll make it happen. Absolutely, Charlie. Even now and when I get elected, I'll make sure I come on here, you know, and and give you whatever I have and, you know, answer questions and everything. I'll be open to to coming back on the show as much as you want. So I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And, um, uh, you know, Charlie, we'll probably see each other hopefully in, in this coming in the next few months. Thank you, man. God bless. Thank you, you very much, Charlie. Good... All right. Have a good, good night. Luck. All right. You Thank also. you. Thank Bye, you. Man. Bye-bye. Bye. Great candidate, quality candidate, Jason Mello, running for Concert at Lodge in the city of New Bedford, Massachusetts. Um, he's already campaigning, doing the right thing, doing all he has to. He's already inquiring to his with his constituents in various areas of the city so he can represent them as best as possible. Stay tuned. You know, throughout this week, we have uh, some other candidates coming on, you know, and um, we also have some other guests that are not political candidates. So I'm keeping it busy. I'm staying busy on the Really Charlie podcast just so I can bring some news to you where we can really say what we want on the Really Charlie podcast. God bless. Mask those beautiful faces and sanitize and wash your hands. Stay safe, everyone. Have a good night.